Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Trusting God is working. 
and you were the one before trouble came always kept praying now i was going places i wasn't sent was going through some changes living away from you to distraction i was through my thoughts of you were few kill my flesh break my desires lord help me
Amen.
I don't feel your excitement. It looks like I'm the only excited person here. to be in church ask your neighbor are you excited to be here today tell the person I can't hear you I'm asking are you excited are you happy to be here then clap your hands for Jesus hallelujah let's pray father thank you for the time we are spending in and with your word. Thank you for a powerful time of great blessings, great guidance. Thank you for the service, the wisdom we receive, the guidance we enjoy, and the blessings that come each day through your word. Speak to us today, Lord. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands and add a shout. 
out a shout. You may be seated. Good things. Part what? Part five. First Thessalonians five and twenty one. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. This is the verse short, but it has taken us three weeks. Five weeks, sorry. Five weeks. This is part five. And there is more ahead of us. But I'm telling you that in the whole of Accra, there is no place like flaming fire in the afternoon. Yes, there's nowhere. And I'm very happy that God has given us a great place to have a church service. And your life is going to change. I cannot wait for the first flaming fire wedding. Yes. 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 First flaming fire wedding. Tell your neighbor, it is you. No, tell your neighbor, it is me. It is me. It is me. Yes. <laughs> no. You think you'll be like this forever? But why? Who is the one lying to you that you'll be like this forever? Who is the one lying to you? Very soon, when you are coming for flaming fire, you'll be driving your car coming here. Oh, yes. Yes. You'll be driving your car. And just as you are about to enter, someone is, oh, Lady Pastor, you left your, your back door open. Your Lady Pastor. Then you call, oh, oh, Rev, Rev, um, your wife says that you must get the four-wheel drive key. Uh, receive it now! Yeah. So take good pictures of us now as we are little boys and girls. Yes, because the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. Yes. That's why I'm happy to preach this series on good things. It's one of the most powerful wisdom keys. There's nothing like it. Prove all things. Test everything. Everything. Prove the pen. Yes. Try. Prove the pen before you buy it. Mm. Prove the chair before you sit on it. Prove everything. Few things in life are genuine. So, so, so he says that hold fast that which is good. When you find something that is good, embrace it. Yeah. Like those of you who are in church today for the first time, I always say, when was the last time somebody invited you to a good thing? 
When was the last time? Always when people invite you, they are inviting you to go and smoke weed. And go and drink. Oh, some girl B has brought herself. Let us go and bore gala. Gala. Yes. Four in one or five in one or six in one. Yes. Now, when was the last time somebody met you and said, I'm, I'm inviting you, but this time it's not to a party to go and booze, do cocaine, but this time it's church. Yes. When was the last time? So I want to welcome all of you who are here today for the first time. And if you will allow God, he will change your life. There is a lot of evil in the world. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. Verse 2. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness shall cover the earth. And gross darkness the people but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee the Lord wants me to tell all of you who helped me to build this church when it was nothing that today it has grown and is growing that you should expect a surprise in your life one of these days. Yes. Expect a blessing. That you did not despise little things. So now you qualify for gargantuan blessings. Yes. Gargantuan blessings. Yes. Now let's continue with the verse. I just give you a message from the Lord. Yeah. 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 The, a sister here somewhere under the first two rows. Here or here, you are going to have a fully spoken. Here. I don't know who the person is. I don't know. But somebody here is going to have a fully sponsored full. Full. Here. <laughs> Receive it also if you believe it. Fully sponsored. Receive it. So back to the scripture. I'm telling you that it's a privilege for you to be sitting here on Sunday afternoon because you are receiving light. You are receiving light. The word of God is light. Psalm 119. It's light. It's light. But the reason why God has brought you here is that there is darkness in the world. You see, when you step out and you see the bright sun, it shouldn't deceive you. The sun is bright. You see everything clearly. But there is darkness. That is why I'm sharing with you and preaching this message. To prove all things. Because, you see, 
when you do things in darkness, you are likely to wake up and experience a surprise. Yes. Like Jacob. He married in the dark. When he woke up in the morning, you see, try not to have your wedding around 8 p.m. Yes. Please. Let your wedding be broad daylight. Open view. You see your face. Gani, gani. Yeah. When he woke up, he was surprised. He couldn't believe it that the woman he had paid for was not the one he had married. Yeah. He had bagged the wrong horse. Because when you are doing something in darkness, you are likely to encounter deceptions. And the world is in darkness. Go back to verse 2. Isaiah 60. Darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. It means even the human beings you meet are even worse. The amount and the, and the, and the extent of darkness that is on people. That is why it is not easy to find good things. It's not easy. So you see, a lot of things, you, you, you wait till morning before you do them. Yeah, if you are going to buy land, or you are proposing to a beloved who has, who has got four sisters, or, or a girl who is a twin, I mean, you must be very careful what you are doing. You must really know what you are doing before you propose to a girl who has a twin. Yes, identical twins. I tell you, you can easily have an engagement with the wrong one. <laughs> yes, yes. You must be careful. So there's a lot of fake things in the world. Fake. You don't know what you are doing. You meet people who are not real. They're not real. That's what the Bible says. Test everything. And then, when you discover good things, hold fast to them. So, I'm sharing with you some of the good things you can find in life. Which no school will tell you. No university will tell you. But I'm here to tell you. And that can be found in Psalm 73 verse 28. It says, But it is good for me to draw near to God. Maybe nobody has told you, but there is a distance between you and God. Some people have the distance to be one millimeter. One millimeter. Some also hundred kilometers. Jesus told a man, said, you are not far from the kingdom. Yes. 
Some people are far from the kingdom. But David said, it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. You will share every testimony you must share before you die. I didn't hear your loud amen. I said you will share every testimony you must share before you die. You will not die with even half a testimony unshared. You will declare the goodness of the Lord. I'm saying that something good will happen to you. You will hold the microphone and testify. And as you are sharing your testimony, people will be sitting in the congregation and they'll be shouting, testify. 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 You will have a testimony. It's here. Say that that I see and, and of, I'm sorry, but the word is may. May. It means it won't happen automatically. It is only those who draw near God. Who experience testimonies? How many of you cannot wait to share your most amazing testimony? As you are sharing, people are sitting in the congregation, they are saying, He's lying. He's lying. It's not true. How? 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 Like one of my testimonies, I share always about. Um, About um, twenty-eight years ago, I think twenty-eight or twenty-nine, I was going for my medical school interview. Interview to enter medical school, and uh, we're in Kumasi, and everybody was sitting there. You know, my name is O, Ogo. So I was in the afternoon batch. But I was there early. So everybody goes and comes out crying. You will not cry. You will not enter an interview and come back crying. You come back smiling. So some people came back smiling. They walked out of the door smiling. Some were confused. One guy came, was just hitting his thigh. At long last, they called me. Oh. I said, Oh is here. Then I entered. He will share a similar testimony. They asked the question. I answered, professors, professors, the dean, ask a question, they will just fly one, two. After two questions, the chairman who was sitting 
across the table from me. I was at the center, and they were all lined. It was a panel, but the chairman was in the middle. After the first question I answered, second question I answered, I'm not sure of the third question, I'm not sure. But the chairman said, you know, gentlemen, you've done very well. I feel like giving you my lunch. I couldn't believe it. So he reached under the table, the desk, and brought out a pack of food with a drink by the side. And he said, take it. So when others came out with tears, with smiles, I came out with the chairman's lunch. Receive testimonies. I came out with the chairman's lunch. Professor Marty. Surgery professor. It shall happen to you. Amen. It shall happen to you. Amen. Favor shall cover you like a cloth. Amen. I said favor shall cover you like a cloth. Amen. In your class, they will like you as a best student. Amen. You'll be a, the darling boy in your house. You'll be preferred above and among your peers. If they are choosing one person, they will choose you. You'll be considered the best of them all. They will say, I like this boy. I don't know why, but I like this boy. I don't know why, I like this girl. Receive the blessing of favor. So he said, That I may declare all, all, all. That is why David said, it is good for me to draw near. I'm preaching on the title, Good Things. And I've listed some good things. And today, I'm on drawing near to God. It's a good thing. Yeah. There are some things when you are doing, even if it's a bad thing, you don't know that it's bad. Till later, it explodes in your face. But David said, it is good for me. So, today, I'm briefly going to teach you how to draw near to God. Because it says, it is good for me. To draw near to God. How do you draw near to God? How can I draw near? How many of you want to draw near to God? Is it a good thing? Is it a curse? Is it a sin? Is it a bad thing? What is it? It's a good thing to draw near to God. Number one. We need to close. Number one. Numero A. How do you draw near to God? Number one. Understand 
that drawing near to God is a personal and a deliberate effort. There are, have you written it? It is a say it is a personal effort. Yes, personal. And deliberate means it is intentional. Everybody say intentional. intentional. Yes, and I'm going to explain these two words to you. You see, you see, because at this stage of your life, there are many things happening to you that someone is doing for you or to you. Yes. You didn't buy the clothes you are wearing. Even this scarf. Did you buy it? Whose is it? Your mother. No, no, it has to be your mother because you don't work. Even if you bought it, it's your father who gave you money to buy it. Can you imagine my son buys Fanta for me? He he, he wants to he wants to give me a treat. He's using my money I've given. And when he finishes buying uh, the, 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 the Fanta and the food, he says, he's broke, so I must give him money. <laughs> yes. Recycling. <laughs> but that is it. No, you see, at your age, I'm preaching old. You see, at your age, a lot of things are not done by you. A lot of what you have and what you are Think about it. Even some of you still at your age, your mother has to put food into your mouth. They must, your, your mother must catch you, put you in between her thighs, squeeze you, hold your hand. It's almost like handcuff you and force rice and steel down your throat. You are a cat. A lot of things you, are, you have were bought for you. So, in the spirit of things being done for you, you may easily think that drawing near God must also be done for you. But there are certain things nobody can do for you somebody can work and buy you a pair of shoes somebody can work and buy you food somebody can work look look, there are people who go to school some of you here your classmates some of them sell things to pay their own school fees you don't have any idea i'm telling you as you are you are it's like you are just there receiving humanitarian aid some of your classmates in secondary schools yeah, had a classmate. He was, to me, he was the best student in the, and, and the school I attended was the best in the, in, in the country. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's not all these two by four schools in Accra and other places. Yes. First of all, the school was in the central region of Ghana. That alone separated from the boys. We were, is it 160 or 120? 
the guy was the best student. But he, he, I don't think he made a distinction. I don't think he made a distinction. I doubt it. But at least I know that A level, he could not pass so well to enter medical school. Yes. He, he had to settle for something. I don't want to say it in a microphone. Some laboratory something. No, seriously. My mate. But all of us as students, we knew amongst ourselves that the cracker is this guy. But he couldn't pass. Do you know why? Because when we were on vacation and would come, I was in, I, I lived in Takrade, and I would come to Accra and attend vacation classes at Presec, Laboni, Achimota, uh, Aquinas, you know, top, top class uh, uh, teachers and examiners and so on. He, he lived in a village. I don't want to mention the, the name of the village. You take it to be Kukran to me. No, seriously, but that's not the name. I don't know who is listening to the message, so I don't want to be using these words. He lived in the village. While we were at Presec, being taught by Mr. Pepra, he was in the farm, weeding, farming, cassava, plantain, and all kinds. So, so the vacations were spent farming. Literally, he's, he's a pastor now. He could not make it to medical school. Yes. My mother was paying my school fees. But he was farming to pay his fees. So I'm just informing you that for every free blessing you enjoy, some people are paying for it. Even in the church. People buy cars. And they invite their call. Bishop, I just got a new car. Can you dedicate it for me? I, I'm always dedicating cars. There are some churches. You can't call the bishop. If he's going to dedicate the car, you put money in an envelope as a seed. No, no, no. Which is the right thing to do? It's the right thing to do. You don't see a prophet with empty hands. But in this church, we just... So people pay. They pay. If a pastor came for your outdooring, you, you sow a seed. That you have even become pregnant, you've given birth, and a pastor has come. You don't just let him go. When Saul was going to see Samuel, he said, I can't go because we don't have anything. Yes. So we don't have anything. You don't see a prophet. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you. I'm saying that some things which appear to be free to you, it's not free everywhere. It's not free everywhere. It's not free everywhere. Ah, what are you talking about? The bishop of the church, you have his phone number, you are joking. You text, he texts. You text, he texts. Oh, I mean, what are you talking about? You pay consultation fee. To see him. Yes. So, so I'm just saying, I'm teaching you, I'm saying that some things appear to be free. So many of you have enjoyed 
freebies. Freebies. And you think that drawing near to God is also something that someone must do for you. Yeah. Aunt Mimi must draw near to God for you. Or your daddy must draw near to God for you. Or your mommy must draw near to God for you. But today, I'm announcing to you that as for this one, you do it. It is personal and it is deliberate. You decide that you are drawing near God. If you don't want to draw near God, you can go to hell. Hell. Nobody. I'm not drawing near to God for my children. And they come and stand here and I may preach to you. Turn your Bible to James. Turn your Bible to this. Preach a nice message. I know I enjoy the messages. But I'm telling you that without an effort by you on your side, intentionally, deliberately, nobody can go to God for you. I mean, I've been in church. Can you imagine the number of camps I've attended? Can you imagine the messages I've heard from my pastor? I mean, can you begin to, ima- to count? Don't start it. Don't start it. But eventually, my closeness to God is for me, personally. Nobody on earth is responsible for my relationship with God. Nobody, living or dead, is responsible for my personal relationship with God. After the preaching... I must. He said, said, it is good for me to draw near to God. Turn your Bibles. Let me show you something something delicious. James 4. What are you talking about? They have bought clothes, shoes, school bag, knapsack, lunch. They have bought panties. Your parents have bought pad. Even menstrual pad, they buy for you. So you feel that Somebody also must go to God and draw near God for you. Nonsense. James 4 verse 8. Watch it. He said, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Drawing near. If ever you find God close to someone, that you must be sure that that person drew near God first. You know, it is... We, you know, in some circles where you know, there are a lot of good things about our church. Very good. The shepherding, the pastoring. You can be in a church. One lady said she was in a church for many years. She never even knew that a pastor could call her and say that, I mean, have you considered this guy? Or talk to, I'll be like, try and do shepherdorial linkages. Never. If you marry, be there. It's up to you. But there's also a side to it that is not good. It's almost like it's almost like the 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 the, the shepherd or the pastors must chase the sheep. So so most relationships you have around. A lot of them are from the effort of the head pastor first. It's like you are there and I, and I force myself to relate with you. 
but not with God. God does not cheapen his presence. No, 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 no. God does not cheapen his presence. If you ever find anybody with God, it means the person sought God himself first. Draw near, and then I will draw near to you. <laughs> draw near, and I'll draw near. You take the lead. The degree of your closeness to God is determined by your personal deliberate. You rise up and say, this is God. I'm going for God. I'm going for God. It's beautiful. It's your first time. Second time. Fourth time. Tenth time. Hundredth time. Possibly. What's your name? Cyril. Beautiful. It means you are enjoying the service. We're here last year, but this year, in already hundredth time. Wow. wow. That you are really enjoying the service. Wow. No, it is good. Listen to me, let me tell you. Let me be very, very frank with you. Some of you who have come today, you were, I don't know where you were, whether you were smoking weed or I don't know what you were doing, and somebody invited you to church. It's the best we can do for you. It's the best we can do for you. Be, we cannot do, we can't go beyond inviting you to church. Yes. You, nobody can find God for you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I always say, every, I say, if you don't want to come next week, don't come. Any pastor who has to bribe you or give you money or induce you induce you like you are in labor you must be induced that pastor doesn't understand and such people never end up staying around yes the people we cajole and caress and induce and sometimes even bribe kneel down and I beg you come to church for me for you I mean what are you talking about you are in church for me Mommy, you are not in church for me. No, no. I can invite you. I can preach to you. I can share the word of God with you. But ultimately, the, if, you, if we ever, ever find that you are close to God, it means it was a personal decision you took. And a deliberate intentional. Nobody can do it for you. We call them two bad boys. I call them two weed smokers, two armed robbers, two fornicators. Anything, mention the name, gambler, anything, mention it. Mention it, rapist. But as they were about to die, one of them came to his senses and said, you know something? You know something? It's high time I took a decision for myself. We have raped girls together. We have stolen together. We have clapped together. We have smoked weed together. We have done armed robbery together. Today, dear, honestly, if you want to go to hell, I am not going to hell. I'm taking a stand personally. And he took a stand personally. He said, Lord, today, remember me in paradise. One thief, one over two. Personal. Personal. 
we will invite you. We will pay for a bus. Even as a church, as a first timer, there's a drink for you. Or oh, there's no drink. Yeah, don't come and expect Guinness or beer. There's a drink, some Coca-Cola, something chilled. That's all. But beyond today's invitation, please, if you don't want to come next time, don't come. It's up to you. John, the disciple said, there are, look, no matter what you do, there are some people who are not of us. And they will depart because they were not of us. Ah, uh, what's his name? Cyril? Cyril? Who invited you to church? Who? Well, David? When? Stand up. When were you invited to church? Last month, we are in is it October or October? October. We are in October. When were you invited to this church? About what month? Four months ago. Four months. And every Sunday he calls you. Yes. Every Sunday he. He ties a rope around your neck and drags you to church. He has joined the dancing stars. He dances. Are you enjoying the church yourself? Yes, please. So next week, if he doesn't call you, will you come? Yes. On your own? Yes. You better come on your own. (laughs) No, no, listen. You better come. Listen, listen. (laughs) You're a prophet. You, you, You can't expect people, there are some things we do for each other. But knowing God, drawing near God cannot be done for you. It can't be done for you. So the first thing, before we go into all the steps, number one is that going to God It's your decision. If you are not near God, it is your decision. Oh, yes. Look at Luke 15. Luke 15, verse 13. Luke 15. If you find it, read it. Luke 15, verse 13. Who has found it? Luke 15, verse 13. Luke chapter 15, verse 13. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. How did the guy go far? The Bible says he took whose journey? The father's journey? His journey. His daddy's journey? No. His brother's journey? No. Whose journey? His. His journey! If the boy was ever found to be far from God, it was his journey. His personal decision. His journey. You know, you know I love the Bible. The Bible, eh? you, you, you will grow up to respect it. You will go, uh, you come and... Re- the Bible could have said, oh, and he gathered all together and traveled to a far country. No, he took his journey. If you are sitting here today 
and you are far from God, you are the one responsible for being far from God. There's no pastor. There's no pastor. Yeah. Even in the 14th century, when Catholic priests were telling stories, Anansi stories, that if you, if you stood on the steps that Jesus stood on to be judged by Pontius Pilate, if you stood on it, you'd be saved. Yes. That where he stood. So they went to Rome and brought that step called the Sancta Scala. Pastors were not reading the Bible. If you lived in England, the Bible was in Latin. Priests were not reading. Stories. Catholic priests. Stories. That's how come even today some of you still believe that the wise men who went to see Jesus were three. <laughs> yeah. Have you not heard three wise men? But the Bible doesn't say they were three wise men. But stories. Wise men from the east. Stories. So even today, if you go to Germany in Cologne, Cologne, Germany, you will see that there is some three golden boxes hanging at the, from the top of the, of the, of the uh, what do you call it? The altar. Golden in the Catholic Church. Cologne today. Three. They say it is the coffins of the three wise men. Yes. Stories. Today, today. If you go to Germany tomorrow morning, go to Cologne and be sure to visit the Catholic Church. You see golden boxes hanging from the roof. From the ceiling, dropped in glass. Three coffins for the three wise men. I'm saying that even in the 14th century, where they said that if you saw the lion, do you remember Daniel in the lion's den? Yeah, that if you saw the tooth of one of the lions that was in the den, Daniel in the lion's den. If you saw the tooth of one of the lions, you'll be saved. Stories. Passes. That no matter how much sin you committed, if you die and your relatives are able to pay some money called penance, penance, the money will move your soul from hell to heaven. So yeah, people were stealing free because they knew that if they died their relatives will pay for their transfer it is in the midst of such darkness that a man called John Wycliffe John Wycliffe through his personal studies personal interaction with the word of God his scholarly interaction with the Bible, himself discovered that what? We are not saved by standing on the Santa Scala. That we are not saved 
by seeing the milk from Virgin Mary's breasts. What? In the midst of the darkness, John Wycliffe was able to arise. Said, no, all these are lies. The Catholic Church owned Europe. They were the owners of Europe. So if Europe had a king, like King Edward, then apart from the king, England, apart from the king, they also owed allegiance to the Catholic Church. They paid taxes to the church. Even the king himself had to pay money to Rome for him to even say and rule. Wycliffe said, never. That the church had to be concerned with the, with the, with the souls of men. Not on a, a, a society and a, what do you call it? Governance. That they should leave the governing of the people to the kings. And the church should concern itself with the spiritual matters of its congregants. Personal. Nobody can know God for you. Nobody can draw near God for you. He said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Say personal. Say personal. Have you realized that? We all sit in class. The math class. The same teacher. Mr. Ahim. But when you write the exam, some are able to get 30%. And some are able to get 80%. Why? Because beyond the classes where we are all going to study and be taught, when we leave the classroom, it is your personal studying of mathematics with past questions that gives you a personal mark that you don't share with anybody. Personal. So as we are here, honestly, the best we can do for you is to have a service where such truths are told you. Yeah. You can go to a, any youth service some, somewhere. They'll be teaching the David and Goliath. David and Goliath. How many stones he used? You are blessed to be hearing this. But I'm saying that beyond this, eh, this, this classroom we are in, this class does not end your personal effort. This cannot replace your personal and deliberate effort to draw near to God. I'll say it again. This service, take it to be a lecture, take it to be a classroom teaching. What we are doing here cannot replace your personal efforts to know God. It cannot. So you see, we will all be here some amongst us here will end up as pastors. Some amongst here, amongst us here, will end up as we smokers. Some, um, you watch it. Some from amongst us here, one day, you will see that they will become lady pastors. Yeah. Even if they are lazy pastors, at least they are lady pastors. And you, you watch it. Some, some people who have sat here before, they sat here, but they are homosexuals. 
homosexuals. Some sit here and turn away from stealing, from fornicating. This service has yielded saints. Some have also sat here and ended up as we smokers. Be, this service cannot replace your personal drive. There is nothing we will do here that can replace the effort you must make. There's no song that to be sung. There's no dance that to be danced. There's no preaching that to be preached. Even if we share Bibles, you must take it and eat it. That's why after this service, some of you will be homosexuals. After here, flaming fire, you, you will graduate from here as a homosexual. Here. That is why some of you, after this, eventually when you are out of here, you will live here as somebody with a child whose father you, you can't find. And everything I'm saying, I can give you three names and four names. At the back here, at the back of this building, where Mary, where you know her at the back here? Julie, stand up. This girl, where you here at the back? Stand up. How many years ago? Six years? Six, seven. Seven years. Stand up. Were you there? No, you didn't. Were you? you were not here. Um, who was there at the back? Oh, you, 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 you are sucking your thumbs. Talking about proper people. Yes, you stand up. Yeah. You are the back? Yes. Stand up. Are you at the back? Yes, David. Yeah. This, who today are the pastors in the service today? Uh, pastors here. No, wait, wait, don't clap. I know someone today. She's not in church. She was there. You, you will know her. She was at the back there with you. The same Reverend Kobe, the same Pastor Clements, the same singing, the same. Today, she has a child. We can't find the father today. And it's likely, we call that one born one. Born, born one. And if she goes to get pregnant with another man to have another child, we call it what? Born again born again. She has gone to born again. David, today, from there, you are a pastor. Ike, from there, you are a pastor. Today, the same school. That's at the same school. The same church. Some of us came from school. Our classmates are we smokers while we are lawyers and engineers. That's because it is not the school. It is what you do personally. You alone in a room. Whether you will end up on the left, on the right. Today, I finished preaching to you. That's my message. I have brought up some three points. I'll continue next week. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry at all. Be very careful. I'm saying that. I, w- I wish I could put it like this on a banner. There is nothing we will do here in this service that can 
replace your personal effort to know God yourself. No pastor's message, no song, no worship. There is absolutely no experience in this room that can take the place of what you alone must and can and must do. How do you draw near to God? You draw near to God, number one, with this understanding that (laughs) unlike mommy going to work in the bank to buy panties and pad for you, this one, no, it's you. And if you don't mind, I can give you number two. Number two. How do you draw near to God? How? You draw near to God by finding where God is. Is God in Latin? Where can we find God? Tetequashi. Where is God? So whenever you find anything. Now, please, hold on. Don't write. Let's go back to Psalm 73, verse 28. Look at it. He said what? It is good for me to draw near to God. Is it a good thing to draw near to God? I can't hear you. Is it a good thing to draw near to God? All right. So, so the next intelligent question is, where is God? Is he in Tema? Is he in Ekropong? If God was in London, I could buy plane tickets for all of you. Once you see God, you've done a good thing. Where is God? So, so when you find anything that the Bible says is equal to God, it means you have a responsibility to draw near that thing. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. It is good to draw near the word of God. The word, the word on your phone is God. How do you draw near God? Number two, by drawing near the word of God. I cannot find anybody on the face of this earth, living or dead, who has been able to know God without his word. I said, I, there is no one living or dead. Your closeness to the word of God determines your closeness to God. If you wake up in the morning, you throw away your Bible and you send WhatsApp messages. 
you are increasing the distance between you and God. There are many things which don't represent God. A Mercedes Benz does not represent God. A pastor's cross hanging on his neck does not represent God. A cross does not get it. These are all emblems. Ah, but rappers are wearing crosses. Not even wooden. The rappers, they wear diamond and crusted crosses. What are you talking about? talking about many things do not a pastor's shoes does not represent God but I'm happy to announce to you the word of God the Bible mommy give me your Bible yes. this if you want to be near God draw near this word draw near the pages of this draw near it draw near this book you will find yourself close to God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shall meditate on it day and night. Ladies and gentlemen, I was telling a group yesterday in school. I said, it is not right to have an A in mathematics and an F in God. You cannot get an A in English and an F in God. How is it possible that you can read physics, chemistry, maths, and you cannot make time to read a Bible? The Bible describes a man who had a lot of money but was not rich towards God as a fool. Don't be a fool. I'm not insulting. I'm saying that don't be an advice, not, not an insult. Don't be a fool. I'm not saying you are a fool. I said, don't be. I'm just advising you. You are a student. You study French, core maths, English. You cannot, in all honesty, you cannot study the word of God. You are becoming a fool. You are be- I'm not saying you are. You are becoming. How do you draw near God? You draw near God by drawing near his word. No matter your age, if you can read A, B, C, D, you can read the Bible. Once again, your father cannot read the Bible for you. Personal. (laughs) Your mother, no matter how much she loves God, has served God, sees Christ in visions. Even one day you you were... asleep and Jesus walked into your room Shelly, listen with that, nobody can read the Bible for the same way nobody can read maths for you what is that picture on WhatsApp in the exam room, there's a boy who turned to somebody for a poor 
and the person told him what? That you can do it yourself. It's, it's, it's on WhatsApp. When you find it, put it on our Flames page. It's a, 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 like a cartoon. Two pictures. Exam room. Desk in front, desk at the back. And the guy turned to the one behind that. Charlie, release the apple. Question 14. And the guy gave him a sheet of paper. The next frame was the guy had the paper in there. Open it. Said, you can do it yourself. Yeah, because it's not possible. We, we can't do things for you. I can't learn much for you. I can't. In Nigeria, last week or so, it was in the BBC. Students, there was a poor. Even to copy the apple, they couldn't copy. There's a certain level of stupidity that is attributable only to you. I'm saying that even the apple has come, the apple is fish. Describe a fish and the habitat and the food they eat and things you can do with a fish. You can fry, you can boil, you can smoke, you can export, you can import, uh, you can use it as a sign of Christianity and also you can give as a gift to a girl you want to marry. And you can also put it in shetto. It can mix you. All the 15 courses, uh, uh, courses uh, uses of a fish. Yeah. But, but, but I'm saying that you, you, you have not learned. You don't know anything. And it's so bad that even to, even to copy, copy the apple, you can't copy. You cannot copy the apple. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some things nobody can do for you. And the top of it, at the top of the list, is knowing God. No matter how much I'll give myself to you, I can't read the Bible for you. I can't know God for you. Anything I do to know God is for moi, moi, moi. And I pray. Next week we'll continue. How to draw near God. We've learned that nobody can draw near God for you. It's a personal, intentional, personal, deliberate. Number two, you draw near God by drawing near his word because in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The word of God you are reading is God. God is not like some uh, 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 grown-up with a white beard, wearing white khaki shorts, sitting on top of a mountain. The word of God is God. Draw near to it. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands and just pray. Lift your hands and let's close the service. God has done what he can do. He brought you he anointed a man, preached the word to you. This is a class. We finished the class. When we leave here, what you do on your own is what will determine. Yeah. Yes. Lift your hands and just pray as we close. Pray for yourself. Just pray for yourself, Lord. I want to draw near to you. I want to draw near to you. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I want to love you more. I want to love you more. Lift your two hands and pray. I want to love you more. I want to know you more. More. I want to draw near. 
want to draw near. Want to draw near. Want to draw near. It is good for me to draw near the Bible. It is good for me to draw near the Bible. To read the word myself is good for me. Jesus. Baba. Pray. Why is God? The Bible is the word of God. And the Bible is God. Yes. Pray. Pray. It is good for me to find you reading your Bible in the morning. Pray. It's good. It's good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to love you more and more. Pray. How I long to be deep. Good things. It is good to draw near to God. Take me deeper. Jesus, hold me. Emolimosa. Jesus. Jesus. Every eye closed as we close the service. Please close your eyes. Today. Today. I want to pray for someone here. <laughs> uh, I, I told you about the two thieves on the cross. One said, you know something? If you want to go to hell, I will not join you to go to hell. I've had my chance. We have blown all our chances. But as for today, I'm not following you. Every eye closed. You came on your own. You were invited. You came with your friend. But you know deep in your heart that you are not born again. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to walk with God. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to join this church, join the service, make it my church service. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to start it all over again. Pastor, please pray for me. As every head is bowed, if you are here today and you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to lift up your hand above your head. You want to give your life to Christ today. Don't look at your friend. Don't seek approval from your brother. Look. Hmm. Let the story of the two thieves give you wisdom. Lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. I see your hand. You came on your own. You want to give your life to Christ. God bless you. If your hand is up and you want to give your life to Jesus, you are serious about it. I want you to come to the front here. Come to me here. With your hand up, come. Come.
salvation for my salvation heavenly father please write my name in the book of life i am born again jesus is in my heart jesus say holy spirit holy spirit come into my heart come into my heart come into my heart holy spirit in jesus name amen amen amen